Welcome to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. For free rankings, player values, waiver wire tips, and trade advice, follow him online at dynastyfreaks.com or email dynastyfreaks at gmail.com. Hello and greetings from Austin, Texas. Welcome all of you Dynasty Freaks. Admit it, you're addicted to Dynasty. I am too. My name is Justin Christopher, and I'm a Dynasty Freak, which means I love dra- drafting and trading and scouting and managing all my teams 365 days a year. So to you, so let's talk some Dynasty on episode number 261. I told you all that one of the things that I do at the end of the season that I think is particularly wise for other Dynasty managers to do, I'd encourage you to do this, is to go back and look at all the trades that you made in your leagues and grade them. Give an honest look at how these trades turned out and see if there's some things that you can learn about your process, things that you could learn about the way you would do things differently. Uh, Grieve when you've made a bad mistake and rejoice when you've uh, done something good because that happens too. Anyway, so this week on the podcast, I wanted to go through all of my trades. I'll brag about the ones that I did well in. I will lament the ones that I did poorly in. And uh, it'll be fun, fun podcast. Just give me a chance to talk about the value of these dynasty players as well. So let's start. I'm going to kind of put these in three categories. Uh, there were several trades. You guys know that I have my original league that's like 27 years old, I think. Um, the Freak League, the original Freak League, we actually uh, have our, our draft on Labor Day weekend. And so really right before the season starts. So pretty weird to have a rookie draft, you know, right before the season. But it's fun to have that in just at one league at least where you get to have the advantage of watching all the preseason games. Plus, that's just the weekend that we all hang out together and it's a blast. Um, so I'm going to talk about some of those trades that took place during that draft or on that trade day. And then I'm going to talk about the ones that I've made in the leagues where I'm trying to rebuild. And then I'll talk about a few of the trades that I made in contending leagues and just give an honest assessment. Most of them are good. There's one or two that are really bad. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, my Labor Day freak day trades. Um, shortly before the draft, um, I traded uh, for two picks. T. Higgins was traded for what it amounted to be Jordan Addison and Tank Digsby. So I traded away Higgins for the 1.4 and the 1.10, which is where I drafted Addison and Bigsby. Um, I'm pleased with the two two for one side of this trade overall. Uh, my postseason rankings, I actually have Addison already ranked 20th as wide receiver and, and Higgins as the 25th wide receiver. So just the one for one part of that trade, I feel like is in my favor. Even though Bigsby uh, did nothing in his rookie season, uh, the next two players, I looked at, went back and looked at the draft. The next two players that were drafted after I drafted Bigsby were Sam Laporta and Tajay Spears. Uh, Spears was actually my pick. And so uh, I was debating. I remember debating between taking Bigsby or Spears there. Definitely glad that I got Spears. I just thought that Bigsby might get taken first. And so ended up getting them both. Um, but passed on, uh, missed on not drafting Sam Laporta. So that's pretty crazy. Anyway. I still, you know, at least I'm glad that I have Spears on my team, even though Bigsby hasn't done anything, and still feel like I won this trade. T. Higgins for Jordan Addison and Tank Bigsby. Next was a big trade that I made at the end of last season. Keenan Allen traded for Elijah Moore and a pick that turned into Jaden Reed. Um, after the trade deadline last year, I traded away Keenan Allen uh, for Elijah Moore and a second-round pick, and that second-round pick turned into Jaden Reed. So Elijah Moore, Jaden Reed for Keenan Allen. Uh, Moore was one of those players that I traded for the most last offseason when all the stories came out about his rapport with Deshaun Watson. They were just rampant stories like that, and uh, that that just didn't pan out for me. I got to admit, Moore is one of the ones that I uh, missed out on the most last season. He didn't break out. He didn't have that expanded role that they talked about. Very, very frustrating for the few times that I made trades for Elijah Moore last year. But at least I bought back a lot of years by getting that second-round pick and getting Jaden Reed. 
uh, Reed, you know, did really well and, and could build upon his rookie season and become a reliable starter for me. So I bought a lot of years back, at least by having Reed. I'm not thrilled about exactly how this trade worked out, but I'm pleased that I have Reed on my team and think that he's already a strong, uh, it's already, I already have a really strong roster in this league. And so he's going to, he's going to help me uh, down the road. At least I bought some years back, even though I was wrong on Elijah Moore. And then also uh, during this freak draft, uh, Labor Day, just before the season started, I traded away George Kittle and returned, got David Njoku and a pick, which turned into Tank Dale. So that's pretty good. Uh, George Kittle and I got back Njoku and Tank Dale. So again, just before the rookie draft, I decided that I was just kind of tired of Kittle's up and down fantasy performances, and I just wanted a player that I thought could have a more steady floor. So I traded Kittle for Njoku and pick number 28. And like I said, pick number 28 turned into Dell, which is amazing. Uh, I could not be happier after Njoku had his best season of his career and Dell had that stellar rookie season. Uh, at the time that I offered it, a third-round pick may not have seemed like enough to close the gap between just Kittle and Njoku from a dynasty perspective. But now that I have Njoku starting to break out and I have Dell, mm, this trade worked out pretty, pretty great for me. I'm excited about that. Now I'll talk about some of the things that I've did in my rebuilding teams. Um, I'm in full rebuild mode in two of my leagues, and uh, pretty early in the season, I decided it was time to just be a seller in both of those leagues. And then in another league, I'm not quite blowing it up into rebuild mode, but I'm more kind of doing like, I guess I would call it a competitive rebuild, where I want to shake up my team a bit. And so I was trading a lot of two-for-one players just to add depth to my, my team in hopes that it could help me. Um, you'll see. You'll see what I did with these leagues. So let's start with one. Um, these are all three from one league, or four. The first four are from one league where I decided it was time to rebuild. I got C.J. Stroud and a 2024 first-round pick for Josh Allen. It's a big trade there. It's a one-quarterback league, so I traded away the best dynasty asset on my team in Josh Allen, but I got back Stroud and a 2024 first-round pick, which landed me now. I know that's a 1.9, so that team didn't quite win the Super Bowl. So Stroud and pick 1.9 in this year's draft. Um, and so now I'm going to have Stroud, picks 1.2, and pick 1.9 in this rebuild. The trade was the first one that I made in an effort to rebuild in this league. And I made it mid-season, actually, before Stroud completely broke out near the end of the season. Um, he's not ever going to probably score Josh Allen type of points in his career, but he's going to be an excellent starter for me, and I'm pleased that I have a first-round pick as I'm starting my rebuild and got much younger at quarterback. And C.J. Stroud has been awesome, so... Excited to have those two first-round picks and C.J. Stroud there. That same league, I traded away Adam Thielen for a 2024 second-round pick. Uh, the next one that I made in this deal was Thielen for a second-round pick, like I said, which netted me now turns out to be the 2.6. So I'm going to have a 2.6 for Adam Thielen. Very happy about this trade. I made it actually mid-season when Thielen was dominating, but after that, Thielen fell off quite a bit and really didn't help the other teams. So you know, player that was getting old was definitely not going to help my rebuilding team, so I just was glad to give him up. I think I actually posted on our group me uh, message board. I just posted on group me. I'll trade Thielen for any second round pick, and someone contacted me an hour, you know, sent me a trade offer an hour later, and I accepted it. So next year now, I'm going to have uh, four of the top 18 picks. So that's going to be pretty fun in this rebuild. I'm going to have the 1.2, 1.9, and the 2.2 and the 2.6. So excited about that opportunity. Additionally, then, I also traded Evan Ingram in that league for a second-round pick. The same week that I traded Thielen, uh, just the same day, in fact, I actually traded Ingram for a second-round pick, too. Um, and in a vacuum, I think right now I'd actually prefer Ingram in a, in a, tra in a trade like that. But what this uh, extra pick did is it provided me an opportunity to package it into the next trade that I made. In this kind of final rebuilding trade that I made this uh, in that league, I traded away Alvin Kamara, Josh Reynolds, 
and that same 2024 second round pick that I received, and I got back Romeo Dobbs in a 2025 first round pick and third round pick. So giving me some more future first round picks. So, so basically I just gave back the second round pick that I acquired in the Ingram trade, along with Kamara and Reynolds. And then I got to add Dobbs uh, and a 2025 first and third, pretty good. Kamara um, was the last valuable player on my roster in that league. And so I kind of went back and forth with other managers trying to trade for him, but just never could get a deal done. And this is the best that I could get. My real big rebuild is going to take some time in that league. So I'm grateful now to have a future first round pick in 2025. To, and I was happy to add kind of a young rising wide receiver in Romeo Dubs. I think it's un, unclear, you know, which wide receiver in Green Bay is really going to emerge to be Jordan Love's top target. But Dobbs sure was in the NFL playoffs, so that was pretty exciting, giving me hope that I added a future starter on my roster with, with wide receiver and a first-round pick and gave up the aging uh, Kamara to do so. I'm happy with the picks and the players I acquired um, in, that, uh, in that league. Pretty exciting to start the new year with a couple second-round picks, future first-round picks, C.J. Stroud and Romeo Dobbs on my team. Uh, that's a good start to a rebuild. Next, there was another league where I'm starting to rebuild. I think I got three trades that I made in that league as I was trying to rebuild, and they went like this. I traded away uh, Tua and Romeo Dobbs. So this one, we have one league I acquired him, one league I gave him away. I traded away Tua and Romeo Dobbs, and I got back Jordan Love, Zay Flowers, Luke Musgrave, and a 2024 first and second round picks. So this is a steal, in my opinion. Uh, I made this trade uh, for uh, a team that was you know, the second team that's trying to rebuild. It's a super flex league, too. I should have mentioned that. Uh, early in the season when Tua was just on fire, you remember the hot streak that he started this last season, and Dobbs was actually doing really well, too. In return, um, I gave them away. But in return, though, I received Jordan Love, Zay Flowers, a rookie, you know, rookie wide receiver, rookie tight end in Musgrave, and two future picks. So I like what I did here trying to rebuild and that was before Jordan Love caught fire, because after that, Jordan Love caught fire and finished ahead of Tua at, at the, by the end of the year. Pretty wild. Uh, man, I love Flowers. So disappointing what happened to him in those that uh, playoff game. Uh, but Baltimore's, he's definitely Baltimore's top wide receiver going forward. Musgrave, it's a little bit unsure because his injury you know, kind of gave way for uh, Tucker Craft to come in and do something himself. Uh, so that's going to be a little bit challenging to see. But either way, I like, I like my chance when I'm trying to rebuild, and I got Jordan Love in a super flex league, um, and I have picks, now I have picks one, pick six, picks 11, pick 16, pick 18. So I've got five of the first 18 picks. Oh, excited about that. I'm going to rebuild fast in that league, I think. Next to, uh, in that same league, as I was trying to rebuild, uh, Keenan Allen was one of the players that was most profitable on my team, and so I offered him put him on the block and was able to get Sean Tucker, a 2024 second round pick and a 2025 first round pick. Uh, the pick uh, number 18 that I mentioned above came from this trade, you know, th that I mentioned before came from uh, this trade too. Um, that's the one where I sold, uh, you know, I'm not too excited about Sean Tucker. Again, he was one of my big sleepers for this last year, but I just kind of threw him on, on the end of this trade. The real trade was to for a second round pick and for a future first round pick for Keenan Allen. Perfect to do or with an elderly person on my team as I'm trying to rebuild. I'm excited. Feel like I've got a fair price for Allen, uh, even though it's going to take another year, you know, for me to really reap the benefits of it. Uh, that's one of the moves that I made to try to rebuild. And finally, this is more like a player-for-player player trade, but I traded away Dallas Goddard and I got Nico Collins. 
Uh, there was a competing team that was hurting at tight end, and so he gave Collins for Goddard. And the trade was made early in the season. This was before Collins kind of completely broke out like he did. And now it looks like a great trade for me in my rebuilding efforts just to add a young receiver. I now have Jordan Love, Zay Flowers, Nico Collins, Luke Musgrave, two first-round picks, three second-round picks, and a first-round pick in 2025. So I like my process and what's happening for me in that league. So those are the two total full-blown rebuilds. This other league where I was rebuilding, um, I had some really big assets, just not enough good players. I had like four or five really startable players, but was just weak overall the rest of my players. And so I was trying to work some two-for-one type of trades with the hopes of uh, just adding more depth to my team and getting younger. That was my, my goal. Add younger players, add greater depth. And so I traded away Travis Kelsey and Jared Goff for Sam Howell, Jahan Dotson, Cole Kement, and Cade Otten. In this uh, competitive, you know, rebuilding team, as I call it, I made these trades. I'm not as pleased with these trades as, as I was with the previous two leagues that I talked about. Uh, it's a very, very deep league. So I, like I said, I just try to acquire younger players. So here I gave away Kelsey. This is a, a super flex league that's tight end premium, 1.75 tight end premium, okay? And so giving away Kelsey was a pretty big deal. Uh, I gave away Kelsey for Goff. And like I said, I got back Howell, Dotson, Kement, and Otten. So four players for two players. On the tight end side, I'm pleased to get two tight ends that are young and you know growing on their offense. But I definitely gave away the best superstar. It's but the superstar that's starting to age out. So Kelsey is a beast, but Komet and Otten are emerging. So I'm happy about that side of the trade. As for the quarterback side of the trade, I mistakenly believed in Sam Howell. You're going to see this as a theme for me because I traded for him. You'll hear about in another league too. Uh, while he was scoring, he was scoring far more fantasy points than Goff at the time that I made this trade, and that I just should have, should have given more thought to considering his job security. Uh, you'll see that I made that mistake future. You're going to talk about it here in a minute, too. Thankfully, I still have two starting quarterbacks on my roster in that Superflex League, so losing Howell and losing a starting quarterback isn't as painful. Uh, Washington's definitely going to pick a quarterback with their second pick, and so that's going to leave me and Howell as a bench player for sure. Um, I don't know about Dotson. You know, maybe that's actually going to help me. Maybe Washington's going to draft um, draft a good quarterback, and then Dotson's going to reemerge when he gets you know a good quarterback to throw on the ball instead of how I still kind of put up my little faith that I have had, but very very lingering faith now in Dotson. So four players for two. That was the main idea, and to try to get younger at tight end. Maybe maybe get lucky at, at Dotson, you know, bouncing back. The Sam Howell part was definitely a mistake. Next trade that was made uh, was really just a one for one player. So I traded away Jonathan or traded away Kyron Williams and got Jonathan Taylor back. So I accepted this pretty risky trade when someone offered it to me when uh, Williams was coming back from injury and Taylor was hurt. And they were a competitive team, so they wanted Williams. Were willing to give up Taylor. Um, and at the time, I had Taylor ranked pretty significantly ahead of Williams in my dynasty rankings, so I, you know, smashed accept to it. But I have to say, uh, the gap between those two has gotten a lot smaller since I accepted the trade. Taylor is now my fourth-ranked rookie running back in dynasty. Williams has risen all the way to number seven. So if I have him four and Williams at seven, I'm still pleased that I acquired Taylor. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if I may live to regret this one if the offense continues to do what it did at the end of the season with Williams. That would be pretty hard to come back for. Still, I'm sticking with my rankings, um, saying that I'm happy to have Taylor instead of Kyron Williams, but pretty risky trade. We're going to find out real quick what happened there. 
final trade that I made in this league that I'm kind of trying to rebuild by getting two for one type of things is my biggest asset there at the time was Christian McCaffrey. And I acquired uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Nick Chubb, and the 2025 first round pick for Christian McCaffrey. Well, CMC was on the trading block for much of the season, but I just couldn't get anyone to give me a deal that I was willing to make. And finally, near the end of the season, I, I accepted one that just seemed like it was the best one that I could get. I just wanted to move him off my team and add some more players and youth. But it's a pretty costly one. Um, pretty costly one. I'm glad that I did secure a, a future first-round pick in 2020, uh, 2025, so that helps me a little bit. Still love the upside on JSN and feel like his ability to rise, you know, kind of from his mediocre season. Basically, I got, you could say, two first-round picks from this. I got last year's first-round pick, probably the 1.3 in non-Superflex League with JSN. I got a future first-round pick in 2025, and then I was able to throw Nick Chubb on the deal. Uh, Chubb, I'm just hoping that he's going to, you know, bounce back. The, the injury wasn't as uh, serious as they once thought, and so hopefully he's going to bounce back and come back with a vengeance. So, again, trying to add more players and younger players. I got Chubb. I basically got a three for one, a first round pick, Jackson Smith and Jigba and Nick Chubb. Again, that was my strategy in this league because I tried to not so much completely fully rebuild. Now uh, the team that I gave away, I gave away Kelsey, McCaffrey, and Williams, uh, but I added back Taylor, Chubb, Smith and Jigba, Dotson, Komet, and Otten. So pretty happy that I added those uh, players back to my team. Uh, six, traded away three, added six, added a first round pick in that league. That's my best effort. <laughs> All right, let's close by talking about a few trades that I made. Ironically, I don't make as many trades when I'm competing, when I'm a competitive team. I noticed I only made three this year. One's like just a really lame one. But here we go. First trade was Tank Dell. I acquired Tank Dell, and I gave up Kyle Phillips, a 2024 first, second, and third round picks. So this trade requires a lot of league context. You heard me talk about it uh, during the season when I talked about my trades. I was the second highest scoring team and a very clear contender at the time of this trade, so I traded away a lot for Dale. Draft picks in this league, however, are less valuable because the rookie draft is an auction draft, so each manager basically gets a certain amount of money for their draft picks. Uh, and you could Obviously, the 1.1 gives you more money all the way down to the, I think we have four rounds in that draft, so the 4.14 is, is worth less. So that's kind of how it works. We all get the auction money. But here's the trouble. Dynasty managers in that league can carry over their rookie auction money from one year to the next, and three or four teams have almost all of the auction money right now. It's crazy. They were just selling, 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 and buying up people's picks, so they have the most money, plus they carried over money from last year. And because of that, I just feel I just feel like Dell is, is worth trading away three picks, uh, picking up Dell. Gave myself a young receiver, and those first, you know, three picks that I gave weren't going to net me enough money to compete for a guy like Dell. And so to just get Dell on my team and have it just be done with, uh, that's the case. Uh, sadly, in this league, uh, the, the week that I traded for him, that was the week that Dell broke his leg the very next week. So that was pretty terrible. Uh, my team ended up losing in the semifinals uh, to end my season. But I'll have to be uh, crafty in the draft and use the little auction money that I have, either save it and roll it over for a future year, or invest in some deep sleepers like I did last year when I bought in the rookie auction Puka Nakua for really cheap. And so I have to find out who my Puka Nakuas are for this next year and use my money wisely in that league. Other competitive draft or or trade that I made was, uh, this, this is a minor one, but CJ uh, Beathard, I traded uh, to pick up him and I gave away a 2025 third round pick. 
Um, I agreed to this very low-level trade because just before the playoffs started, I acquired Beathard because Trevor Lawrence was one of my starting quarterbacks, and he was questionable to start that week. And so this was just a minor trade just to secure myself, making sure that I had two starting quarterbacks in this 14-team league as I started the playoffs. Lawrence, of course, did play that week, so I didn't really need C.J. Beathard anyway. But I also like having uh, my starting quarterbacks handcuffed, and so I'm not upset that I gave this away. Plus, again, this was the trade that was made in the same league that does the rookie auction, and so a third-round pick doesn't net very much money in that league. Finally, I'll save my most regrettable trade for last. I traded away George Pickens, and I received Sam Howell. (laughs) That's definitely my worst trade that I made. I traded away Pickens for Howell. Thankfully, this is a one-quarterback league, so that's that helps uh, lower. That helps not hurt as bad, and it's one where I'm just loaded at wide receiver, so it wasn't as costly to give up Pickens. I uh, got myself to the Super Bowl, but I didn't win it. Uh, somehow, even in a one-quarterback league, this is why I had to make this trade. Justin Herbert was my only starting quarterback, and I was starting to be desperate for a backup in case, um, in case you know, an injury happened. And of course, that happened. Herbert's uh, season ended due to that injury, and so it looked like at first looked like a wise move because Howell started playing you know pretty good for me but then he started playing poorly then he got benched and then uh, I was scrambling limping into the playoffs with starting guys like Tyrod Taylor and Jacoby Brissett that's what I had to do I did make it to the Super Bowl I narrowly lost so that was frustrating Uh, it was a good move at the time just trying to find a backup in case Herbert got hurt but like I said I have to really consider uh, people's longevity at their position particularly in the quarterback position So here's to hoping Aiden O'Connell can keep the Raiders' starting job because he's the player that the only player NFL starter that was still available for me to pick up uh, once the offseason hit. And we're going to talk more about him next week when I talk about players that are on the waiver wire that are still worth considering picking up at this time of year. All right, that's my honest feedback. Something you should do yourself, too. Go check out uh, all the trades that you've made. See what you think about them now that the season is over. See where you made some mistakes. See what you can learn from. That's how we grow as dynasty managers and as dynasty freaks. All right, that's a wrap this week, my freaky friends. Thanks so much for listening. Make it a two-way conversation anytime by contacting me at dynastyfreaks at gmails.com. Dynastyfreaks, that's freaks with two E's. Much better on email than any other social media platform, so email me. We'd love to to, uh, bat, bat things back and forth. Send me your worst trade. How about you do that? All right, I'd be honored if you'd uh, make time to rate and review the podcast and Apple Podcasts. That would mean a lot to me. Thanks for listening. I appreciate your support. I do want to become your most trusted, independent voice in the Dynasty landscape. Until next time, you know what to do. Go out there. Get freaky. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. We welcome your thoughts and advice. Let us know what you'd like to hear on the podcast or see on the website to help you dominate your league. Justin prides himself in responding to every email, so hit him up anytime at dynastyfreaks at gmail.com and follow him on Twitter at LonghornJustin. Justin.